Yeah, there was nothing low key about that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he did have a nice little appearance. So I guess in that timeline, Loki got away. The tricks. The trickster. The god of Mjestia. <laughs> All right, so hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Fix. I am host JC. With me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show. Lady Wan, say hi to everybody. Hello. And with us, another one of the co-hosts this that week. carry the show. Mustachio. Say hi to everybody, Mustachio. Mustachio. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that was my hello this time all right <laughs> one host ah 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 two two hosts ah, how ah. many uh so this week the phenomenon blowing away all the records everyone's seeing ah. it the culmination of 22 comic book films in case you haven't guessed this week we are fixing ah. avengers <laughs> endgame If we do this, we'd be going in shorthanded. Yeah, you mean because he killed all our friends? We owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. It's not about how much we lost. It's about how much we have left. Where's the Avengers? We gotta finish this. You trust me? I do. live with your own failure what did that bring you back to me what's your favorite marvel film mustachio guardians of the galaxy one whoa that was fast you said that really quickly yes <laughs> and now uh, you're it's... like goofy smiling <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh my god, I could talk about Guardians of the Galaxy all day long. What a bunch of a-holes. I just love it. It's a perfect comic book movie for me. It's got it all. Excitement at every turn, and there's a joke, and everything lands, and you care about these characters, and the soundtrack. Oh my god, the soundtrack. <laughs> you love those awesome mix. You even have hypothetical volume mixes for, yes. mo- for movies that haven't come out yet. Speaking of that, there was a Kinks song, I think... Uh, uh, in the new in the new movie, when uh, Hulk gave Ant Man the tacos, yeah, I love the music and I love how we get the the throwback to Red Bones, "Come and Get Your Love," like in this yeah, one. Yeah, uh, you get him uh, dancing again. So, Lady Wan, mm-hmm. what's your favorite of the twenty two Marvel films? I think it's Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh, you like the the cap butt? Well, I call him Captain Smaller. Uh, no, Captain Little S. <laughs> I just feel like it has the most memorable scenes i really i really enjoy that one i also love black panther and thor ragnarok it's really hard to choose just one <laughs> those are my favorite yeah so three totally different movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. so good favorite is a tier not like a choice what's your favorite jc i was thinking about that we know what it is do you do we mm-hmm. do you have a guess mustachio hmm. well, i thought you just said that we know what it <laughs> yeah. is yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know i was trying to i was hoping you edit out my <laughs> don't worry i will um <laughs> I'll probably edit out most of this segment. So. <laughs> no, yeah. I. You loved um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. You know, like you've talked about. Oh, no, that's true. Oh my gosh, that. you've yeah. talked about. Like, it's true. Tom Holland is, is as Lady One would say, adorable. He is. <laughs> he is. And I love some of the scenes in there. The scene where he realizes that Vulture is MJ's dad. Mm-hmm. All of that is so crazy. That villain is so good. I also really love Guardians 2. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Yeah. And for some reason, I'll always have my soft spot for Age of Ultron, because that was the first one that I thought was just a bonkers movie. Like Wild? Yes. Yeah. Like, what is... I watched that one yesterday. <laughs> so those are some of my favorites, but I do love Spider-Man Homecoming a lot. Mm. Okay, Endgame is, of course, the culmination of 22 films. It is directed by <laughs> Joe and Anthony Russo, who also directed Infinity War Captain America Civil War, and Lady Wands, Captain America the Winter Soldier. It is written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, also the writers of Winter Soldier Civil War, Infinity War. And it is starring... Just like a million people. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, 
Benedict Cumberbatch, Chadwick Boseman, Brie Larson, Tom Holland, Karen Gillan, Zoe Saldana, <gasps> Evangeline Lilly, Natalie Portman was in there a little bit, Tessa Thompson, Renee Russo, Elizabeth Olsen, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Denai Guerrera, Benedict Wong, Palm Clementif, Dave Bautista, Letitia Wright, John Slattery, Tilda Swinton, John Favreau, Haley Atwell, Marissa Tomei, <laughs> Taika Waititi even was in there as Korg again. Korg. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. Michael Douglas. I'm made of rocks. Michelle Pfeiffer, William Hurt, Kobe Smolders, Winston Duke, Linda Cardellini, Frank Grillo, Gwyneth Paltrow, Robert Redford. <laughs> Josh Brolin, Chris Pratt, I can't believe I forgot Chris Pratt, the voices of Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I mean, it's insane. The movie's insane. Crazy. How do they pay all these people? Um, We helped. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, this movie comes on the heels of last year's Avengers Infinity War, which broke Force Awakens opening weekend record. Did this one overtake Infinity War? With us for that is statistician. <laughs> Film statistician. I'm a master Googler, yeah. okay? <laughs> she she has her master's in Google. <laughs> statistician, Lady Wan, why don't you lay on us the fresh hot stats? All right, so we are still in the midst of opening weekend for Endgame. So we don't have super final numbers yet, but all estimates point to this being a billion-dollar opening weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. So it smashed the Thursday debut record that was previously held by Force Awakens. It was $60 million in the U.S. Then on Friday, it was another $156 million in the U.S. It's estimated to make anywhere between $310 and $350. Domestic record. Yes. In China, on Wednesday, it opened to $107 million. Was that a record? Yes. So yeah, that's uh, that's like all of the money again. <laughs> They're expecting it to cross $2 billion throughout its gross. Oh my god. It could even make three. It's possible. I want it to beat Avatar. Well, since you want it. Go see it again. <laughs> I mean, they're spending their money on it, but what did uh, what did those snotty little critics think about it? This movie is certified fresh at 96%. With, Damn. With yeah. 92% of audiences liking it. Audiences lower than the critic. Wow. Yeah. So this is the second highest... Rotten Tomato rating for an MCU movie. Black Panther is still number one at 97%. Infinity War is actually all the way down at 85%. It's technically the 12th highest, but there are some ties in there. There's a bunch that are like uh, all right around the same ranking. But yeah, Endgame is number two, 96%. Wow, critics love it. Audiences love it. Mm -hmm. I saw it twice, so I've contributed to it at least twice. How many times do you see it, Lady One? Twice. How many times How many times did you see it, Mustachio? I've seen it twice. You're lying. How many times did you see it, uh, Mustachio? Shit, I'm a terrible liar. Okay, I only saw it once. Um, you loser. But I... Boo. You suck. I am a terrible, kind of terrible fanboy. You're not allowed on the show. This is the last... What, kind of, what kind of movie nerd are you? You didn't even eat like Twizzlers and, and dip them in Diet Coke, did you? Would you like go outside this weekend? Loser. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, I've, never that would that happen uh, on in-game weekend. He's got to maintain that pasty white sheen. I, <laughs> I was going to go twice, but my uh, my viewing experience was I had one ticket uh, or two tickets and only ended up using one of them. Why? Um, what happened? What happened uh, to the other one? I stood up <gasps> to see God, that's but her. That's her. To her lost mustachio. You're handsome, right? Right. And you're you're smart. Come here. Come here and hug me. Oh, thank you. This is nice. It's a good thing I didn't have to explain all those movies anyway. I, I, I didn't, like I've established before, I would never be that guy who's like, Mm-mm. oh, and that's that's Captain America. That's the yeah. guy that just yeah, he's got the yep. suit with the yeah. No, I would never do that. <laughs> so it would have been a like a cold shoulder experience. <laughs> But yes, I agree. My fanboy patch should be ripped from me since I've only done it <laughs> once. What was your theater going experience, Lady Wan, for this phenomenon? Thursday night was incredible. It was 
literally cheering from the trailers. As soon as the Lucasfilm logo came up for the Rise of Skywalker trailer, some guy just goes, yeah, (laughs) like yelled out. And I was like, oh, we got a good group. This is going to be good. And uh, my theater Thursday night reacted to literally everything. Cheers, screams, laughs, like so, so many reactions. It was so much fun. They made they made me feel like okay about how I actually like screamed out loud at one point, which I have never done in a theater before in my life. We'll get to that. But Thursday night was wild. Friday was a little subdued, even though it was seven o'clock in IMAX again. Again, the Star Wars trailer starts and some guy goes, Yeah, except his girlfriend goes, Shh. And I was like, Oh, lady, you just killed the vibe of this whole theater. And there were a lot less reactions. There were still like definite cheers and laughs and you could hear crying, but um it was a more subdued crowd Friday night, I gotta say. Did you uh yeah. did you cry? So much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Did you keep a cry count? Uh, so I was planning to keep a cry count, but then Thursday night there became a moment where I couldn't tell if this was a new cry or if I had not stopped crying from the last time. And I was like, I don't know how to count this anymore. They've so, dried and come back yeah, again. Yeah. I, I cried fewer times the second time I saw it, but I mean- it was a, a lot of crying both nights for sure. How about you, uh, Mustachio? Did you have a cry count? Oh, uh, I think it's somewhere around eight to ten. Whoa! Um, I uh, I teared up uh, mm. when Thor was talking to his mom. Oh. When Scott meets Teen Cassie. Oh. Um, yeah. The the ladies charging into battle. Happy and Morgan talking. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stark, we won. Uh, Tony speaking to his dad uh, and saying the line, no amount of money can buy a second of time. Was, uh, mm. <laughs> wow, you re- they, were, they were hitting you all in the all in the feely button. I'm a feeler of feels, and that movie got me lot. going. Holy yeah. shit, JC. I actually, at, at, at one point, thought this. Like, So I never like just busted out crying, but I had a lump in my throat. You know that, like, oh my God, emotional lump? Mm-hmm. And once I got it, I swore it, it it was there for an hour. Like I, and at yeah. at one point I thought, when is this emotional lump gonna go away? And I was like, it's not. It's just it's just stuck here because for a while there it was. It was just impactful scene after impactful scene after impactful scene. I'm like, oh <laughs> god, this is not gonna go away. I'm gonna be in this like limbo state of emotion. Um, yeah. But man, there I heard a, so much. Just like there was some hard crying going on in there. Like, which yeah. just <laughs> some deep. Yes, gasp. there was some yeah. gasp and exhaling, and there was a lot of silence in this movie, and so you like you could hear the people mm-hmm. trying not to make too much noise with their like kind of sobbing. Yeah. Um, or what I'm trying to say is, I was trying not to make too much noise <laughs> while sobbing during like the long silences of this film there was a, there was a and lot. the biggest question with this movie did you get up to pee lady one no of course not how did you prep your bladder okay so thursday <laughs> i had half a glass of water with my lunch then at like three o'clock i had like an emergency like i feel so thirsty i don't know what to do half a glass of water and then i didn't have anything else until after the movie, I had to go to 7-Eleven to get a slushie. I was so thirsty. Which was on the Instagram. Follow us. Follow our Insta stories. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Friday, I was a little more like cavalier with everything. I went to Wendy's beforehand. Whoa. I drank a medium soda. Whoa. I know. I know. I did like immediately go to the theater and run to the bathroom and then was like, okay, I got <laughs> this. And then right before the movie started, when the IMAX like... Basically, the commercial for yeah. IMAX, which is weird because, like, I'm already yeah, that, in an IMAX theater. Strange. I'm on board. Yeah. Like, why are you selling it on me? But anyway, when that happened, I had, like, this moment of, like, oh, no, I have to pee. Nope. No, you don't. <laughs> and I just, like, forced it out of my mind. And I just pushed it away. I was like, nope, you will not. That's funny. <laughs> Mustachio, did you get up to pee? And and how, how did you bladder prep? <laughs> how did I bladder prep? Um, massage and antidiuretics. <laughs> Wow, you were serious. You're massaging your bladder. Wow. Did you get up to pee? I did not. Uh, I think I 
am chronically dehydrated already. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're in a constant state of dehydration. Yes, I have this problem where I can go a whole week without like drinking a glass of water, which is so which you're is so bad, person. which is so bad. You and Tony Stark yeah. both. So, I've got uh, a person who is trying to train me to be fit. Uh, her name is Michelle and she is constantly messaging me throughout the day with just all caps water so and, and you ignore those messages don't you <laughs> for the most part yes <laughs> so i'm i'm basically like a piece of dried out beef jerky in yeah. a theater so yeah i didn't uh, really pee uh, but you're really selling yourself on this one <laughs> <laughs> such dried up piece of jerky oh boy <laughs> anyway, uh, my theater going experience was also great. All of the cheers in both showings, though, my theater went absolutely apeshit with the Captain America wielding the hammer like crazy. I screamed out loud yeah, it, and I have never done that it, in a theater yes, before. Yes. <laughs> is there one moment in all of the MCU that is better? No. I challenge you to find one because no i don't know if i've ever even heard a reaction like that in a theater just an entire theater mm -hmm. go yeah like in unison <laughs> yeah yeah it yeah. was wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think one person in the theater did not make a sound. Everyone did yeah. something Everyone audible. Because you it. had to. It was it was nuts. Yeah. That was a moment where I actually was just like, the lump in my throat grew. <laughs> now I'm like, am I sad? Am I happy? What's going on? <laughs> I won't speak during a movie. And I screamed at full volume and then was like, oh my God, I can't. I'm so, okay, we're all doing this. This is fine. Nobody heard just me scream. It was... It was so loud. Like, I kind of just want to go to, like, hang out at my local theater and just wait outside the theater until I hear everyone scream. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, I, I had the, the same experience with having to cover my mouth because I wanted to scream out, Yee Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> so the show is called Screen Fix. We might have liked it, but... I think it has a suitable amount of things worth fixing, right? A movie like this is so packed with characters and plot threads that there's bound to be some things that could use a little cleaning up. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. It's armor isn't <laughs> impenetrable. We can get in there. So let me go ahead. I'm going to give you a quick plot summary of Avengers Endgame from the website Movie Pooper. We always go to Movie Pooper because they wipe away the excess. So gross. The Avengers go back in time to get the Infinity Stones before they are found at various times in the MCU. Natasha sacrifices herself so Clint can get the Soul Stone. Stark develops a gauntlet, which the Hulk puts on and uses to snap back the beings who were killed by the original snap. Thanos arrives and wages a full-on war against all the heroes from the MCU movies. When Stark and Thanos fight, Stark takes the stones and uses them to eliminate Thanos and his army so that the universe may live in peace. The power of the stones is too much and Stark dies. After the funeral, Banner and Wilson help Rogers go back in time to return the stones to their places of origin. Rogers returns as an old man and gives the shield to Wilson. We are then shown Rogers dancing with Peggy Carter and they kiss as the movie ends. And that's it. There's no mid, mid or end credit scenes either. That was, that was quick. That was succinct. I, I guess, that was so much quicker than my Infinity War one. <laughs> 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 Gotta hand it to Movie Pooper for that. That is the quick and dirty. Gross. It was quick. Version of the movie. So before we just start fixing things, a lot of people work on a movie, especially one like this. This is the work of thousands of people. Let's give them their due. What's something you really liked about this movie, Lady Wan Go? Am I allowed to say the entire New York 2012 sequence? That's my favorite part of the movie, too. <laughs> the 2012 sequence it's is the, the best. best part. It's 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 the most clever part of the movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's incredible. And I feel like it has the best comedy, the best tension. Like I like gas and was like, oh, no, when Loki got the Tesseract, like I, I spazzed out Cap just getting in the elevator with those guys again. I was like, oh yep. my God, I spent the entire New York 2012 sequence about to lose my mind. <laughs> so and good. then I just, I mean, Cap fighting himself and, yes. and commenting on his own yes. ass. Like <laughs> oh it was my so God. good. It's just, it's everything I never knew I wanted. One other scene where my theater audibly reacted was when Captain America whispered Hail Hydra. Yes. It was so good. So the good. The place went nuts. Yeah, the 2012 sequence was thus like the standout sequence. It's the best. So good. Mustachio, what did, what's one thing you liked about this movie? Oh, 
One, just one. <laughs> and by one thing, I picked an entire like yeah. third of the movie. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> That's good. You like you. Yeah, you've got the time heist and the Battle of New York. <laughs> I'm. Oh man, I love how the past and the future all uh, weighs heavily on a 1970s van that's got uh, a quantum warp drive in it. I I just love how that um, is so much in there. I, oh, how do I pick one? Um, I love, uh, I love the happy Hulk so much. Um, There's, I don't know. Fuck. This sounds terrible. It sounds like I didn't even watch the movie. Uh, I'm just, I'm so at at a loss for like one thing. Uh, It's hard to choose. I know. JC. You have to pick just one, JC, because that's it's it's, it's hard. Just pick one. I mean, I already kind of said it, but that cap hammer moment was great, and it was it was so great too because it was a a payoff of when you saw him wiggle it a little bit in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Remember? Come on, Cap. <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> Yes. And I loved that on the ground Thor goes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's been thinking about that moment for a long yes, time as well. Yes, yes. Love oh, it. Man. it was so, such a good payoff. He's so worthy. He is. I just really loved some of the long paid off fan moments in this. Um, yeah. Marvel really threw in this movie something for everyone watching and knew that they were going to make an emotional crowd pleaser. They were willing to not hold back, just throw everything in. Make this movie as mm-hmm. I keep on using the word bonkers, but these last couple of movies have been <laughs> absolutely bonkers. Like they're just throwing caution to the wind and making super comic booky movies. Like in Infinity War, Thor reigniting the the dead star. Like that's insane. <laughs> like that stuff is insane. And then like in this movie, running around Battle of New York 2012, having every character show back up in fizzy time portals. I mean, they're they're not afraid anymore to just give audiences straight up comic madness Mm -hmm. and i think this movie is the culmination of that and i also think that this is a good sign for things moving forward yes all right so you know let's stop jiggling this movie stones it's time to fix the movie that's what we do here what do you say what do you say we do that what do you say yeah Yeah. let's fix it mustachio give me a sound bite quick (laughs) oh yeah Let's do it. I think I'm going to keep that in as is. That was a little Aquaman-ish. <laughs> All right, Lady One, why don't you lay on us your first endgame fix? So my first fix has to do with the moment after Hulk snaps his finger wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm, I was made for this. Ugh. Oh, he was. <laughs> There's so many good lines yeah. in this movie. All right, I'm going to try and focus. All right, so when that happens, they're all kind of sitting around like over him because he's been hurt from the snap. And Barton's phone is over across the room and it, it starts to ring. And it's supposed to be our clue that, you know, the snap did work. Hawkeye's wife is, is back from wherever they all went for a while. But I just, I really hated that it was relying on a cell phone for that display oh yeah it took me out of it because i i took a moment to go wait she had her phone is charged like (laughs) that means she had it on her it disappeared with her when she came back it came back like that that's what that implies and then also he kept a family plan while he was on like a murderous rampage for years he he just was like oh the family plans it's just the best deal so i'm gonna stick with it like she still has service i don't understand and all of the logistics of how unlikely it would be that she would just call him when she reappears in a field like to to her it hasn't been any time so why would she call him that fast i just i didn't feel like it was a realistic moment for then it happened too quickly it being a cell phone would just was not cinematic enough for me. And what they oh, had in there yeah. with Ant-Man watching the birds in the atrium was just so beautiful and so much better. And it just could have been the birds. And we didn't need the cell phone. The cell phone kind of was a little too over the top for me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, she's calling. She's fine. And I just I didn't want that moment there. I just wanted Ant-Man staring at birds being like, I think it worked. That would be interesting, too, because you could sit there going, I think it worked because there's birds. And then the 
then the big reveal would have been when everyone showed back up Mm -hmm. rather than kind of robbing that moment of even more gravitas than it could have had. Yes. Ah. Yeah. I like that fix. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love your your point on how the hell does she still have service? Like, Right? Yeah. I don't understand. I feel like like the world went into chaos. She's still got service. What? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Barton didn't get a burner phone when he was being a murderer? Does he know nothing about a life <laughs> yeah, of crime? Still... Get a burner phone. <laughs> burner phone. Whoa. As, let, as let... Ronan. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Wan knows how to commit crimes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I wonder what Lady Wan's done in her, her lifetime. <laughs> Gotta get a burner phone. <laughs> she did spend like a, a while in Tokyo a while back. <laughs> Mustachio, me? You have a, <laughs> you have a second fix. I mean, you have a fix for us. Time travel in there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you have your first fix? Yeah. The, so the beginning of the movie, Tony Stark is like gaunt when he's back. Mm. Oh yeah, that's is right. That, they I, like they like computer made him. Bony. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he lost it after everything, and they just went back and like shot that scene. <laughs> but like, that's I what mean, he looks like in real life, Robert Downey Jr. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, uh, but that's the thing. Like, when he went from gaunt to wielding the gauntlet, <laughs> from gaunt to gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh but I wanted I wanted something there to not just seem like oh he hasn't eaten for six days or whatever he like ran out of the euro route or astronaut ice cream yeah i don't understand has he never done the master cleanse before that feels like a thing tony stark would have done (laughs) oh totally yeah just to shed some pounds to sell (laughs) sell some missiles in guardians 2 drax comments that quill's been eating too much there's got to be food on that (laughs) that spaceship in infinity war drax is eating those chips as he thinks he's invisible Dude, how long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour? Are you serious? I've mastered the ability of standing so incredibly still that I've become invisible to the eye. There's snacks on the Milano you know there are. Like, there's no way Star-Lord and Drax are not snackers. No way, no way. I, the So I, what I wanted was if he was stabbed by his own blade in Infinity War, gut-wrenching scene. Literally. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, then I wanted us to see that like his cryo carterizing spray has gone out. Like he cannot and he is like it's getting infected and like he like that's the reason why he's losing so much weight. I don't want it to be that he just lost a bit of water weight and that we ex- were expected to see that like that emaciated form. Yeah, it was too extreme. I would say it has not been long enough for him to look that scary that bad oh my god yeah because what yeah. yeah but you know christian bale saw that movie and was like dude they can cgi that <laughs> oh man <laughs> well, well he's like dude <laughs> i have made some mistakes so yeah but. they he says that they ran out of water food and water six days ago so really it's only been six days and he's all emaciated yeah they probably should have yeah. you're right they probably should have made it to where it's not that he's just emaciated it's that he's been stabbed in the gut and he's sick. dying yeah he's sick yeah yeah he's septic septic that word always sounds gross right gross S- right septic <laughs> like Ugh. like septic tank that's why Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> y'all are great JC. Yes. We want to know. What's your first fix? You really want to know? We got to know. In that case, here it comes. This is America's fix. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. At the end, I'm going to say I am America's fix. Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't let me forget. Right. Oh, thank you for that intro. Um, 
Okay, so my fix has to do with Gamora and Nebula because in the Infinity Gauntlet comic, Nebula is a huge part of the story. She's kept in a state of near death by Thanos. She basically looks like this melted Swiss cheese zombie. And at one point she grabs the gauntlet from Thanos when he's distracted and reverses time on him. But, you know, I don't want it to go that far in this one, but Gamora and Nebula are the children of Thanos, and I feel like they never got to confront him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this is how I'm going to fix that. So in the movie, present Nebula and past Gamora confront past Nebula, and when they defeat her, Gamora actually says in the movie, we can stop him. Mm-hmm. But that never happens. Um, nope. The next time we see Gamora, she's kneeing Quill in the balls. <laughs> and the next time we see Gamora after that, she's in the heroin money shot and not in the movie ever again. Uh, in fact, she's missing. Right. You know, yeah. they're going to search for her or whatever. So she she never gets to confront Thanos and uh, Nebula never gets her justice from Thanos either, you know, after after right. constantly torturing her and all this kind of stuff. And I thought that was a disservice. So here we go. Because I think they're too intertwined into Thanos' story to just kind of mm-hmm. leave them out of it at the end. So I want Gamora and Nebula to have the We Become Sisters chat a little bit earlier on because I want to mm-hmm. save some stuff for later. I want Thanos to be keeping present Nebula by his side during the fight in a state of near death just like the comic because he wants his traitor daughter to watch everything that's happening. Yeah. Dang. Meanwhile, I have past Gamora and past Nebula sent by him to retrieve the gauntlet, but not before a shot of past Gamora seemingly horrified with how terrible present Nebula looks. So Ooh. she's already kind of, she's, she's catching some feels there. In the rubble, they find Clint and Nebula is savagely beating him to retrieve the gauntlet. Ooh. And yeah, and Clint says something about, I'll die before you take my family away again. Or, or who knows, maybe a cell phone pops out of his pocket and... <laughs> Linda Cardellini's calling. <laughs> no, but the callback. Yeah, no, but he says something, you know, to the effect of, "I'm not going to let you take my family away again," and that triggers Gomorrah because present Nebula has told her that they become sisters. I want Gomorrah to kill past Nebula, who won't change and won't stop trying to kill Clint. Mm-hmm. She frees Clint, so Clint takes off with the gauntlet, and she goes to face Thanos. Then I wanted a scene. In the midst of the battle, Gamora confronting her father, and her father is now truly in shock that both of his daughters Mm. have turned on him, and this affects him deeply, and it's in that moment of distraction that maybe Nebula actually is the one that pulls the gauntlet off in her half-dead form and slides it over to Tony or something like that. I I just wanted, I needed a scene of Gamora and Nebula confronting their father in this battle and i think it would have made the movie better because i feel like they were so instrumental to the story and then kind of forgotten at the end Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree with that so much of this story between the two movies has been about his relationship with his daughters and then it just gets pushed aside so that cap thor and iron man can have a fight with thanos and we just we throw their stories away yeah agree yeah this fixes that i like it that's 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 a good that's a good one. It needs that. Lady One, I know you've got another fix. I do. All right. My second fix sounds a bit minor, but I think if it were to be changed this way, it would do a lot of the emotional legwork that... I think this movie needed. So at the end, when we're in the port, sorry, my stomach is growling and I feel like you can hear it. No. <laughs> okay, it was growling like out loud. <laughs> I can hear it with headphones on. <laughs> okay, sorry. Stinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Eat, you need to uh, eat some breakfast before you come on here. I didn't, I don't, I didn't have time. <laughs> All right, so my fix comes in after. Thanos has made his armies appear on Earth after fighting Cap, and Mm -hmm. all hope seems lost. And then Cap's earpiece starts to crackle, and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we hear Falcon's voice, and he says, it's Sam on your left. And then the portal opens, 
And then we see T'Challa and Nakoye and Shuri. And then another portal opens and we see Doctor Strange and Drax and Star-Lord and Mantis and Spider-Man. And then the crowd goes wild. And then eventually Falcon shows up. (laughs) As an afterthought. Yeah. They were so close to nailing that moment. And I don't know. They just got excited. And they're like, well, Black Panther was like a huge movie. Have them come back first. I don't know. It got weird. And I think... If in that moment when Steve thinks like really, truly, we're going to lose again, we didn't do it. And if he can just hear the crackle in his ear and then Sam just says on your left and Falcon flies up next to him. And that's our reveal that they are all back and they're all coming. And then all the other portals can open and everyone can come in. I think that's a better way of handling that scene because we need to know we need that groundwork laid for that end reveal when Cap gives Sam his shield to become Captain America. We need Falcon to have that big hero moment. He needs to be the first one to arrive to start helping out and saving the day. And I I need him to come first and to just say on your left. Don't say it, Sam. It undercuts saying on your left. Why do you need to say on your left? That's a fan moment that they undid by providing too many other things. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot that, that was a callback to Winter Soldier. Don't say it. Don't you say on it. Your left. Come on. Yes. Oh, he laps him I just on your realized left. it. Oh. I just realized it now. Yes, exactly. Oh. Like that line is there to call back that moment. Yeah. And because Steve was the one who said on your left. Yeah. He was the one who kept lapping him. And now Falcon gets to say it. And now Falcon gets to take over. Like this we had all these clues leading up to the end where falcon was going to take over like now that falcon's gone steve is leading a support group that's what falcon did at winter soldier like he picked up for where for sam when he disappeared and now that steve is gonna retire sam can take over so we needed that moment otherwise it feels a bit like an afterthought that falcon is going to be captain america now and if we can have him get that hero moment and hero reveal and start the charge that's what he needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need we need to give him that moment. So much better if he just flies up, w- wings come down, he plants his feet next to Cap. Yes. On Cap's left, of course. Yes, of <laughs> but, course. But just oh like just a, a shot just of, like a... of him and then he just like nods to Cap. Oh, That's just... what we need. You're right. And then it, it makes the handing over of the shield better at, at the end too. It shows him earning that. Yeah, it just makes it make more sense. Falcon's got no serum, though. I can picture yeah, him. Yeah, he has just, no powers. He gets killed in his yeah. first fight as Captain America. Mustachio, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you give us your next fix? As I stated before, I I, I love the Happy Hulk. I love this new uh, Hulk form and it's come a long way since they can't do like their own standalone Hulk movie. There's been like this arc of his change in character and now he is the Hulk Ruffalo or Banner form and he's happy. He's at peace. Like the hilarious scene with the diner (laughs) where the kids want to get a picture with him and then Hulk out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he wanted a picture. Oh, he's going to feel bad. Oh, I'm in, oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> I love I love that. So I just wanted a bit more explanation <laughs> as to like how that that came to pass because like he's this new happy hulk form and uh we're led to assume that like spent 18 months in a gamma lab. Yeah, we have and, one line. And, yeah. One of the major plot points of Infinity War was the fact that Hulk was scared to come out. Yeah. And then like Lady Wan just said we're given one line to explain away that whole mm-hmm. plot point from Infinity War. It's a little lazy. How are you going to fix that, Mustachio? Okay, so uh, I don't know. This this might this might be a little out of bounds, Uh-oh. but maybe have him in that uh, support group meeting with Joe Russo, like sitting next to him. I don't know. Like, so I want I want him to have worked on himself. Um, I want him to like maybe even have a line like he realized. I had to stop playing God or, or, or found a power greater than myself. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of work that's been going on on the inside of Hulk that no one knows about. And uh, we just have yeah. to see a little bit of that, like of how that came to pass. Something better would be he tells them that he's working on conversing with Hulk and coming to an agreement with Hulk. And he's working 
on this gamma thing to try to fuse them both because they've agreed to coexist but it's they've it, made peace yeah but it's not quite working yet or something and then we can have later in the film you know how he says the infinity the infinity glove is mostly gamma radiation mm-hmm. maybe that's the final yeah. fusing like m- m- maybe throughout yeah. the movie he had he had been switching between happy hulk and banner and happy hulk and banner he's like we're figuring it out or something. I don't know. You know, it was such a big plot point in Infinity War that it needed to be treated a little bit more uh, weightily. It's in, also in it's also so much more than just he is big and green because he has a completely different personality than he's ever had before. Never mind that he's not just smashing as the big green yeah. guy, but Banner has been reluctant to be involved in any of this stuff from the jump. When they bring him in for Avengers, like he leaves during a whole arc of these movies. He's just peacing out at the end of Age of Ultron on that Quinjet. Like he he didn't want to be part of this. He feels so guilty about the damage that he does as Hulk. And and to be like, I don't know how time travel works, but I'll give it a shot, guys. I'm down for anything. Like he's a different person. It's so much more than that he's just big and green. He is optimistic and like in for helping out the team he's just a completely different person yeah he's living his best life yeah post snap hulk is thriving he he should have had at least he is at least one scene where he's still working on the details of fusing with hulk right i think yeah yeah like like the the new hulk is like ready to tackle this timeline problem and ready to uh, meet with the ancient one and do all these things and and share and, tacos and share tacos you think hulk like, would have ever shared food before this i don't think so hulk eat entire grande meal <laughs> <laughs> JC, what's your next fix? My fix has to do with the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I I believe that by the logic that the movie is trying to explain about time travel, yeah. I believe there's no way that Cap could have shown up on that bench right near where he had jumped back in time. I think It's so confusing. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they went out of their way to explain that when you do something in the past, it does not affect your present timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, like the grandfather effect yeah so yeah. he should have gone back and just by him going back and staying there it would have sent him on a completely different timeline he would have had a completely different present from the rest of the characters is present yeah it would have broken off to an alternate reality that he would experience but nobody else would experience it exactly 100 percent so that did not make sense. I was like, I think this movie's breaking its own logic just to be mm-hmm. just to have this like like convenient cute little wrap-up. So I think they could have kept the logic of the movie and still had a cute little wrap-up. And this is how I'm going to do that. So Captain America is standing there. He is going to make the jump. He's going to return the stones. Hulk's there. Falcon's there. Bucky's there just like in the movie. But before he leaves, he hands Sam his shield and is like, here, if anything happens to me, this is yours, right? And mm-hmm. it's and it can be that same kind of moment like I don't deserve this. No, try it on. Blah blah. You know what I mean. So he goes yeah. does the whole thing. Then he turns to Bucky, hugs him, looks at him, and he hands him his compass with the photo of Peggy, and mm-hmm. puts it in his hand because he's not going to need it anymore. Yep. Because he's going to see her in person. Bucky looks down at, at his hand, and Bucky knows. Yeah. He's not going to come back. So he stands on the, the platform. He's gone. Hulk's like in five, you know, five, four, three, two, whatever. And he does not come back. And Hulk's like, what? What's happening? How come he's, you know, he's not back or whatever. And Bucky's like, he never was coming back. And then Sam says, well, what about Captain America? And Bucky's like, you're Captain America now. Yeah. Then you cut to the the wonderful scene, the 1940s scene where he's yeah. dan- where he's dancing with Peggy and it serves the same purpose without making you question the logic of the, the movie. Mm-hmm. And also without showing me Captain America looking like Clint Eastwood, which really kills my lady boner <laughs> for Captain America. 
Just gone, baby, gone. (laughs) So I guess without further ado, we should consider this movie Screen fit, screen fit, screen fit, screen fit, screen fit, Gamora. So, does anyone have a final thought? Okay, we haven't addressed uh, Big Lebowski Thor. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah, God. what a bonkers decision to have Thor fat the whole movie. The whole damn time. Taika Waititi was so proud. Of crazy. The whole time I thought that at some point he was going to call down lightning and it was just going to make him ripped again. But no, yeah. he was still chubby underneath the, mm-hmm. the yeah. armor. It just gave him like this cool braided, braided beard. beard. Yeah. So we like Lady One, you did get to see him with his shirt off. I did. It was <laughs> but, not what I was looking but for. It, but it came with a price. I was Be like, careful oh, man. what you wish for, Lady I know. One. <laughs> Woman sitting next to me, uh, like when she saw that he had his shirt off, she was so excited. And then you see the gut and she just said, such a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Literally, he's got a huge waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lady Juan, do you have a final thought? Yeah. Actually, adding on to that, I am super hoping that in Guardians Volume 3, that Quill and Thor getting back in shape is a major part of the story. <laughs> I hope they, and they're still competitive with each other. So maybe they've got like dueling yeah. Bowflexes on the Milano. Dueling Bowflexes? Like they got to get it back. While listening to the Zune. <laughs> Thor joining up with the Guardians is, is, it seems so obvious when it happened that I was like, why didn't I know this was coming for so long? Like, I don't understand how it took me until that moment to be like, oh, yeah, that's where he belongs. Yeah. And Thor with the quip as Guardians of the Galaxy. Perfect. And his like <laughs> dialogue with Peter Quill about yeah. who's in charge. It was great. Oh. It was a good moment. Final thought, JC? My final thought is kind of some of like the, the unanswered questions with the, the time travel. Yeah. And one of them that's really glaring also has to do with Thor. So Thor stole a past Thor's hammer? Yeah. So there's uh-huh. some reality where there's a Thor who's like sticking his hand out and nothing is <laughs> coming. And he's like, where the f- where the hell is my hammer? Yeah. Oh. And two eyeballs. one other time travel thing. This one actually has to do with the, the five years later. Mm-hmm. So does the MCU uh-huh. going forward now take place in 2023? 20, yeah. I had so many other questions like... When they showed Ned and Peter back in high school, mm-hmm. I was like, if Ned yeah. didn't get snapped, he's like a 20-year-old <laughs> right yeah. now. I mean, I assume he got snapped. <laughs> yeah, right? unless unless they got snapped, they both got snapped, Right. and now they have to finish high school with everyone who was five years behind them. Yes, I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be how it is, because it was no time at all for the people when they got dusted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that throws off the school curriculum big time. Yeah. Oh, man. They're going to have a hard time with like, their classroom counts. <laughs> it throws off their numbers. Also, does do you think this means that Spider-Man Far From Home is going to take place before the events of this movie? If it yes. doesn't, that implies that MJ, Ned, and that guy who thinks Peter Parker's a douchebag, are they all got snapped. That implies because they're all still in the same grade. So otherwise it has to have happened before. Yeah. I don't know. I do think though, if they decide to do it that way and they said it before, if there is like a Spider-Man Far From Home poster mid credit scene where he's about to go get on the school bus for that field trip, the day of Infinity War, I will cry again. <laughs> oh. Like, You're if, like it, he gets if it goes there, today. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is going to be the worst day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, awesome. There's a million things. So many other things, but there are a million other small plot things in this movie, but like the ancient one was just chilling on Bleecker Street, not helping out as the Chitari invasion happened, was just like stay off my roof. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's all you had for us, Tilda Swinton. You can fold reality in on itself. You weren't helping. <laughs> so rude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or the fact that a rat turns on the the van (laughs) which is somehow got from the roof of a building in Mm -hmm. ant-man and the wasp to a storage place yeah without anybody taking all of the stuff (laughs) yes and there was a sign on it that said lang said lang 
So I thought that I'm was Luis's like, van. Hey, how's your girl, man? Oh, uh, she left me. Oh. Yeah, my mom died too. And my dad got deported. But I got the van. It's nice. Yeah, right? Yeah, I thought it was Luis's van. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, who's and who's who's paying the the bill on storing this van? Mm-hmm. So anyway, of course, this There's movie loaded loaded with questions. But you know what, Captain Delivered. America grabbed that hammer. It was tight. All is forgiven as soon as Cap grabs that hammer. Yeah. I'm like, this moment is the greatest one in the MCU. Period. It was incredible. <sighs> All right, Lady One. Why don't you send us home? You can reach us here at the show by sending an email to ScreenFixPod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at ScreenFixPod. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search for ScreenFixPodcast. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Libsyn, and of course, Apple Podcasts. And if you're enjoying the show, please rate, review, and subscribe and uh, tell a friend. We also have a Patreon account if you want to donate to the show. We want to keep the show going forever and we will provide perks and goodies there for people who love screen fix love what we do we love what we do right guys yeah oh yeah (laughs) let's send everybody home with your best hulk out mustachio you go first hulk out (laughs) you really sound like him it's so good that's funny all right let let me try hulk out (laughs) that didn't that didn't sound like him at all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mustachio, you really do sound like him. Like, you nailed that. All right, Lady One, go for it. I'm not going to sound like him at all. Of course not. No, Good. but we always have to do uh, do one. Um, also, I feel like the best part of this is that we're like awkwardly dabbing and no one can see it. <laughs> yes. We're all awkward. We are definitely <laughs> awkwardly you, you, dabbing. You have yeah. to do the hand yeah. gesture. The, yeah. Bad dabs. <laughs> yeah, it's a dad dab for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hulk out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk life. All right. Him. What are we fixing? All right, well, after stay. This? T- what? It, yeah, what is that? I, I feel like everything's been leading up to right? this. Right? I have not thought about my life after this movie. I drove so carefully to the theater on Thursday. All of a sudden, my life had meaning. <laughs> what is next on the agenda? Maybe Detective Pikachu? Probably. It could happen. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>